Hey everyone, this is Scott, and my co-host is Joshua Marsh, and we want to say thank you for taking time out of your day to spend it here with us. Our goal is to provide you with insight about our lives, how we navigate it, and how our faith is that compass. We want to encourage you to pray more often, more consistently, and in all things. Talking with God is about just that, the conversation that you have with our Heavenly Father. Prayer is not complicated. We make it complicated. There's no special sauce to getting prayer right. So let's shed that stigma that talking with God is complicated. God, our Father, is there to listen to us in all seasons. Whether you are in a happy mood, or maybe you are facing some struggles and are angry at the world, or even God himself, he is still there. So join us each week on Thursdays as we talk about our lives and how that relates to talking with God. Thanks for joining me here again on Talking With God. I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your day to spend it here with me. Our content has been a little hit or miss lately, and I'm wanting to resolve that. Um, A lot of big projects at work tend to take precedence over me doing this, so I do apologize about that. One thing that I have been successful on is making sure that we've got interviews out there. So what I want to do is I want to kick off this Uh, episode as a precursor to stuff that will be coming out. You know, one of the things that I love the most about my life is that I'm a father. Uh, I'm a husband and a father. Those are the two things that I wanted in high school. And I know that that may sound weird to some people. You know, we have these big dreams of all these different things that we want to do. But that was my goal was to be Uh, a husband and a father and and hopefully be successful at both of those. So I hope that, you know, in the next 50 years or so, if I make it to almost 90, um, that I can, you know, look back and say, I I know I wasn't perfect, but I was a good husband and a good father. And so when I think about that, being a father, I think about the things that make a good husband. Christian father. You know, there there are several aspects to that. And I think there's seven that I want to focus on. But and I and I'll get to those. I'll get to those seven. But there are no more terrifying roles in a man's life than those two roles, that of a husband and that of a father. I mean, we can be honest, right? We can make really difficult decisions and we can make life really difficult for the ones that are closest to us if we're not careful to guard ourselves against temptation and all the other things that the enemy will throw at you. In fact, we can make their life suck by not being a good father, by not being a good husband. And so my whole purpose of this series is to talk about a faithful father. And we'll, we'll sprinkle in some devoted husband in there, but the biggest goal is you know, to be a faithful father. And for me, as a step-parent, I'm constantly second-guessing myself on how I raise my children. You know, I, I think, well, would their biological father do it this way? Or does my wife, even though she's been so gracious to let me into their lives, disagree with things? And, and we talk about those things when, when we do disagree. But in the heat of the moment, you don't think about that. And then, you know, a few minutes later or however long it is where you've gotten out of your mood or whatever and you're just thinking about that interaction, whether it was 
difficult or if it was really great, how could it be better? You second guess yourself. And so that's what I do a lot because I, I do. I want to have my children look back and say, I had a good dad. Um, you know, it's not because I feel like I'm a bad parent or that my heart's not even in, in, in the right spot. Raising children is a huge responsibility. You know, I grew up in a broken home. My mom and my biological father divorced when I was two years old. And there was a man who I call my dad. If you ask me who my dad is, I will point at him and say, that's my dad. And he may not be my dad by blood, but that's my dad. You know, so, and for me, I struggle with the term step parent. I have no love for that term. And it, and it stems from, you know, overhearing people say stuff like, well, that isn't his dad anyways. He's just a step parent. And it doesn't matter. You know, any derivative that attempts to sabotage the place that a man has in his family really just irritates me. You know, God put me there. God put that man in that position. He didn't put the person making those comments in that position. And if God, who's our father, I mean, let's be clear, he adopted us as Paul. He, Paul clearly tells us that in Ephesians 1.5. He predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ. If God takes a man and puts him in the position of being a father for children that are not biologically his... Who's to say he's just a step parent? That's his father. That's the children's father. So I obviously have an axe to grind with that. And I'm okay with that. I openly discuss that. And, you know, I never ever uh, told my children that they had to call me dad or daddy or, you know, the things that they do call me. I, I've earned that, uh, you know, and that's earned through love and devotion and caring and making sure that you meet their needs as a father. And God's been really good to me. I've not had to hear those type of things towards me personally. And honestly, I pray I never do. I, I was raised calling my stepfather dad and nothing else. I wasn't told to call him dad. You know, when my kids were younger and I had first met Bethany, uh, they called me Scott or Scotty. And it was always my hope that one day it gets replaced with dad or daddy, because that was exactly my goal. That was what I was being for them. And God rewarded me. He actually, you know, put that in their hearts. That's what they call me. I'm dad. I'm daddy now. So, you know, that type of stuff, it, it, every time I hear about it from them, you know, just hearing those words, it excites me, you know, because I know that. I'm in a position where I didn't necessarily um, have to be a good dad. I mean, I could have been one of those awful stepdads, but I wanted so bad to be like a good dad to them. So that's my that's my reward, and that's my gift from God. So all that aside, you know, it's, it's to me it's probably a small rant, but you know, my heart is not to say that biological fathers are not to be given their due because they should. The whole purpose of this series is to empower Christian fathers uh, to be faithful to the duties God has spoken of for them so that they can strive to those goals. And to me, it doesn't matter the age. I mean, you can have children that are adults. That doesn't mean that you're still being a good father. 
You know, a father is a lifetime effort. And so that's, you know, something I want to address is the fact that it doesn't matter if you come from a split home or, you know, you had an abusive father or you had a father you don't really even know. Uh, it could even be a well-meaning Christian father may, who may have failed at God's will for that position in life. You know, all of those circumstances shape who we are, but they're not who we have to be. You can build or you can be begin rebuilding, you know, your family, family legacy apart from that. And if you're faithful to God, he's going to reward you. Being a parent, and I know I'm focusing on a father here, but being a parent, it takes lots of work. It's hard. It's selfless. It's full of self-sacrifice. It's prayerful work. But at the end, the legacy you can leave is a family full of God and the love that not only he gave you, but that he showed you how to give to them. And so before I sign off on this, I just want to give you a precursor to the, the characteristics of uh, what I consider a faithful father. And, you know, you have to think, what does it take to be a man God calls to have children? And so over the next couple of episodes, we're going to discuss that. There, there's seven, seven characteristics so kind of give you a, a preview of what I think is uh, what God wants from a father figure. As the first is uh, to be a truth teacher. You have to talk the talk. Not only just in general in life, but if you're raising your children to be children of God, you have to talk to them about God. Don't let the church do that. It's your responsibility to talk to them about that. And then you have to be a living example. You have to walk the walk. You can't just talk about it. You have to be about it. You have to be their guardian. You have to show them that protecting your family is important and vital to being a father. You also have to show them how to love and lead. To be that compassionate leader that they need in the home. And show those traits to them so that they can use them as they grow. You also have to show them discipline and honor that you are in a place of authority, but that authority is given to you by God, who is supreme. He, you, you, you have to teach them that, that, you know, we can go and do these things and, and, you know, sometimes we may walk away from God, but at the end of the day, God's sovereign. And so we have to teach them you know, that there is discipline in your life and discipline is not always comfortable, but in doing so, you bring honor to God. But you also have to bond with them. Show them the benevolence that God gives. Be a compassionate friend to them. Now, I'm not saying, you know, do the whole movie thing like, you know, I don't even remember the name of that movie, but I mean, you see it even in real life now, like you are their parent first and foremost. You are also their friend, but you don't go to a bar and drink like you're in your 20s with your child. You have to be their friend, but you also have to have it at, a, at an arm's distance to a degree. And then you also have to show them that no matter what, even in their darkest times, that you're a steadfast provider, that you're a rock in the storm for them. And so those are the seven things, and I'll just recap them because I kind of talked about them a little bit. 
Uh, but you have to be a truth teacher. You have to be a living example. You have to be a guardian. You have to be a compassionate leader. You have to show them that there is a respected amount of authority. You have to have compassion and friendship. And you have to be a steadfast provider for them. And I think all of those things combined is a tall order for anyone. It doesn't necessarily have to be a parent, but if you approach that with any interaction you have, that's a tall order. But we also got to think that God wants his children not to only love him, but to love others and to spread his message. And there's no way that that can be done, in my opinion, without all of those little things together. I mean, we like to use the phrase, great risk gives great rewards. And I can't think of a greater reward than being a faithful father who has raised God-loving children who have a desire to seek him and spread his work to the world. So with all of that said, I really do want to just thank you for taking time again out of your day to spend it here. Some things that we've done in the past that have really uh, taken a lot of the time that I've had is I've rebuilt the website. It's faster. We have new merchandise that you can order. It's direct to print. You can buy a shirt. We'll get a small percentage of the cost of that, and we can use it to do some really amazing things. You know, at some point, I want to have multiple people that help put out content. And if you do donate, we will thank you. We will make sure that the world knows that you are helping us spread God's message. So join me next week as we start digging into this series. Thank you again for taking time out of your day to spend with us. Can I ask a small favor? Okay, well, maybe it's a couple, but they are really important. First, can you subscribe to us? Second, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, can you give us a rating and let us know how we're doing? That helps our podcast get discovered. And if I'm honest, it makes us feel good too. Even if it's just a one star out of five, it's crucial feedback so that we can improve. One last thing, can you share this with your family or friends? We're on all major podcast platforms, and even if it's just two people, maybe your whole Facebook or Twitter, whatever you're comfortable with, we're happy to have that. It would mean the world to us, because every little bit helps us get discovered and allows us to share God's message to the world. We hope that by sharing this prayer with you, that you are encouraged to pray more often and more comfortably. And most importantly, your relationship with God grows in talking with Him. If you'd like to share a prayer, check out the link below and contact us. We love you and hope that you visit us again next week.